Listener discretion is always advised. I thought I'd kick off the show with uh, a little bit of sexual chocolate. Applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Sexual Chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Not all you stupid motherfuckers. Thank you. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Right to jail. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Some of y'all got a soul that looks like Rasputia. Give them a sense of pride. And tell them to take a shower when they put that pride on. Make it easier. Some of the good stuff, right? Coming up. Want a Coke? Hey, I gotta say something on a side note. That sister, who was the main character's, uh, the protagonist girl, Eddie Murphy's girlfriend, her sister, she was the main star of the show. <laughs> Enjoy, young man. I decided long ago never to walk in any one shadow. If I fail, if I succeed. You can't take away my dignity Because the greatest Love of all Inside of me yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy chocolate! You already know what's going on. Yes, the music is low. But has that ever stopped me before? My name happens to be Justice. I just happen to produce a podcast. And it's just called the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let's start the show. Yes, yes, it is Tuesday, you dirty, rotten motherfuckers. Welcome to the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. So, I mean, I don't know what the fuck it is that you're doing. I don't know where you're heading to. I don't know where it is that you might go. I do know one thing. I hope you on your motherfucking way to work because you do got bills to pay and I don't got no motherfucking money to lend to you lazy ass nyalkos or bitches for that matter. I mean, the, 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 the understanding or the underlining topic may be today is going to be today uh uh, forgottenness or, or forgetfulness or or lost legacies or something along that line. I, I, but I forgot to tell you one thing. My name is Justice. This is the Peace Pod. You can find me here five days a motherfucking week. I don't care what nobody else is talking about. They can kiss my ass. Matter of fact, they can kiss your ass. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into this shit. Let's start the show, man. I mean, shit. I'm not into to, to, to the opening anymore. I've, I've lost my, uh, oh, 
what's the right word? Uh, my giddy up for starting off the show has been it's been gone. It's, it's it's I don't know. I lost the mojo, Jojo, a while ago. I can't find it at all. I, maybe you know I am half white. It it is something that I struggle with sometimes, and 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 truthfully, that's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a complete lie. I don't struggle with that shit at all. I was trying to find a way to segue into this funny-ass little thing that I saw this rapper say, and it is hilarious. So I'm, I guess I'm going to just, here's what this rapper said. That's hilarious. Here you go. Anyway, man, let me tell y'all niggas If a real nigga, a real nigga, he can wear his drawers three, four days in a motherfucking row. Whoa, hold on. That's a little flagrant, a little pungent, a little, uh, uh, uh is it, is it, uh, uh, I don't even want to try it. Anyway, man, let me tell y'all niggas, son. If a real nigga, a real nigga, he can wear his drawers three, four days in a motherfucking row, nigga, because he's a real nigga. Is that true? Only real niggas can wear their drawers for three or four days in a row? And he got his drawers showing around his pants. You can see what kind of drawers he got on. He keep them on three, four days. That's a real ass nigga. It's a dirt ring on the top of them drawers, too. But you let a real bitch wear her drawers? Hey, 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 buddy. Hey, man, that's not funny. Three, four days in a row? Boy, she a real bitch. I mean, a real nasty bitch. I mean, a real nasty, funky bitch. You know what? It's somebody listening to this podcast. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're doing. Um, take a shower. A real nasty ass bitch. That's how y'all see it. But women got to change their drawers. A man ain't got to change his. Wait a second, nah. But my grandma told me, anyway. Shit, we don't give a damn. Y'all like musky. <laughs> Do women like musty balls? Do you like sweat, sweat-drenched balls, bitch? A woman don't want no man smelling like roses and motherfucking flowers. She want a motherfucker smelling just like an old stank-ass, funk-ass pig and a bunch of slop. Go in there and beige your stank-ass up, nigga, and come get mama something. Wow, what? I don't know any ladies like that. That's what she's saying. Y'all niggas stop bathing so damn much. Stop taking a motherfucking shower is the first message of this. No, it's not. Take a shower. Take a motherfucking shower. I don't give a damn if that rapper said don't take a shower or not. Wash your stinking ass booty. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, this this new thing. I mean, I, so, so you have on a thousand dollars worth of clothes, right? But, but some four-day-old draws? I don't get it. I, 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 when I was, excuse me, when I was growing up, I almost couldn't even say that for a second. When I was growing up, I, I mean, I couldn't believe what the fuck it was that he said. But when I was growing up, my grandma and my great-grandmother and even my grandfather, if I can remember this right, used to always tell us to never leave a house in dirty draws because if you do die, if you do die, they may put on some piece of paper that your ass is a dirty motherfucker. Now, that's not exactly what they said, but think about it. If you find a dead body 
and that dead body got on clean clothes and some dirty drawers. Don't you take a note of it? Wouldn't you take a note of it? I don't know. I mean, my grandson tells me all the time, and I'm starting to believe him that I am a motherfucking idiot. I turn left, I see destruction. I turn right, I see murder. I do not know what the fuck is around the corner. And it's not necessarily like I'm, I'm scared about what's around the corner, but there is something around the corner. You turn left, you see robbery. You turn right, you see mitre. But, but, and I ain't even talking about Master P or his brothers and none of that other shit. I'm talking about the, 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 the ridiculousness of the shit it is that we are able to watch daily on this internet. Now, this shit right here ain't even a duel. Because this lady, that, that, that this next story is about a Texas lady who was left paralyzed after being body slammed for $4,000. Now, this is a crazy story because how I remember it when I was looking at it earlier was that this lady, she went to an ATM. You know what? Here. Let this guy tell you, he's a news reporter. Right, police believe that this was a jugging incident and it was all caught on camera. That woman is a single working mom. She says she had taken out more than four. Wait a second, what is a jugging incident? $4,000 from the bank. She'd been saving up for a trip back home to Vietnam to visit family, family she hasn't seen in nearly six years. And not only did this man steal that trip from her, he also stole her livelihood as she may now never walk again. This is what Nung Trung's days look like now, relying on machines to help her get in and out of a hospital bed. Big step. Look at Big. Yes. And physical therapy every day. A month ago, on February 13th, Houston police say Nung was attacked by a black man in his early 20s. Investigators say Nung had withdrawn money from the Bank of America on Black Hawk Boulevard near the Beltway and was followed by the suspect nearly 24 miles to the 9800 block of Bel Air. Whoa, this motherfucker, well, 24 miles on foot. Seems like a long distance, but in the car, if you jump on the freeway, it really ain't that far. But this, this means that these motherfuckers were sitting at the ATM looking at people come and go. There are people walking around right now that did not even know that they got crossed off of a list that they didn't even know that they was on. And when I say that, what I mean is that they targeted this lady. They sat in the parking lot and they saw a couple of motherfuckers in the parking lot like, yep, she gonna fight. Yep, he gonna fight. Yeah, they probably got a gun. Mind you, this is in Texas. So they know exactly who to fuck with. And they see this little Asian lady and she takes the money out. Now, how do they know exactly that they followed them for 24 miles unless they have surveillance video of this car, this vehicle that they rode in? And not only that, the suspect who they do have video of. Um, assaulting this lady, they have to have vi they have to have video that attaches, that stitches, that that correlates all of this shit together. Surveillance video shows Nung dropping her belongings on the ground and the man running away with what he thought was an envelope with cash. Now this is that second in everybody's life where you make a decision: Do you want to give up your money, or? 
Are you ready to fight for your life? Then seconds later, the suspect returned, picked Nung up, and body slammed her to the ground. That is not a body slam. You see, when I grew up, a body slam was when you put your arm around, like, somebody's head, and then you put your other arm in between their legs and their midsection, and then you pick their body up and you slam their body. What this guy did is a traditional hood dip. And if you've ever been into a street fight, you know damn well that well, some of y'all niggas can't fight because all of y'all niggas got guns. But yeah, see, back in the days, we used to fight in the streets. And sometimes what a little guy would do was get uh, uh, under a bigger guy and use his leverage to his advantage. Now, this fight tactic, it can be used in so many different ways. Big guys throw little guys around. Little guys use the leverage to slam big guys on their necks. Now, this worked completely different because this is a big little guy, a tall, skinny guy, and a short little Asian lady. So he got way up under her and then lifted her way up off the ground and then delivered her right to the concrete. Piece of shit. Right, police believe that this was a jugging incident and it was all caught on camera. That woman... A jugging incident. Now, that is another thing. I don't know what jugging incidents mean. I, I, I don't I don't know if that's a, a Texas term. I don't know if that's some sort of new term that, that happens when they stalk you for your motherfucking money. I, I just don't know. But I know that's exactly what the fuck that lady just said it was, was a jugging incident. I mean, there are a thousand new motherfucking terms to get niggas locked up nowadays. All kinds of shit. And I don't know if you listen to the podcast like you should. There are so many jewels in each one of these pods. You just have to listen to them twice. Anyway, if you can go back not too far in the past, you can remember that I told people, do not steal. Don't steal stuff. You shouldn't do it. Well, if you can remember why I told people not to steal stuff, you can remember that part of that story was intertwined with the company that I used to work for. And that company is Walmart. And Walmart's not playing with your punk ass. Walmart ain't never been playing with your punk ass. When I worked for that punk ass corporation, do you know that the people who actually put everything on the shelves, you know, the associates, do you know when those companies get bonuses that, that, that usually the associates, unless they meet a quota, quote unquote, a quote unquote quota, the associates don't necessarily get the bonuses, but the managers and the store, the store operators, oh, they, they, they get the bonuses. Walmart has some of the craziest work practices that I've ever seen in action in my whole fucking life. But now they've got some new practices going on. And these practices have something to do with your local lawyers. So if you don't have one, I would suggest you call a family member. But yeah, check this shit out. Thousands of Walmart customers across the U.S. that regularly use the self-checkout lane have been getting court subpoenas, collection letters, and in some cases, arrest warrants. That was the case for a 70-year-old Regina King of Phoenix, Arizona, who was arrested at her home last week. The reason why? She forgot to scan in a bag of kitty litter. At so we taking 70-year-old motherfuckers to jail for kitty litter. 
All right, man. The self-checkout lane. Now, this is happening to a lot of people. Apparently, the system is not flagging you just because you stole a yogurt or a yogurt. Nigga, they tripping off that 67 cent yogurt, nigga. Or, uh, you know, a 12 pack of Cokes, but it's keeping track. And after you go above a certain dollar amount, boom, the system is coming after you. Like it's... They're gonna let you run that tab up, boy. Hey, some people are just getting collection letters or small subpoenas, but others, if the dollar amount is high enough, they're getting arrested. Apparently. So that means that 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 they're gonna let you run that tab up until you hit a different a different level of charges. And if they really want to get you, they're gonna still let you run it up. So I do wonder how many of these people that have been running out of Walmart's with televisions. And with those other electronical devices because they think that they can't be arrested. I wonder how many of you motherfuckers got jackets on your name that you don't know about. Because Walmart is obviously in cahoots with the police department using either facial recognition or some sort of payment method to track these people after this transaction occurs. Walmart does not specialize in tracking people down like that. That is not what they do. They sell lawnmowers and, and barbecue pits. It's the only place that you can go to buy Christmas lights and a fucking chainsaw. Apparently, Miss Regina King, it was not just about the kitty litter, but over the course of a few years, she had ran up quite a bill on forgetting this, scanning this, and forgetting scanning this. So now, every time you go to Walmart, if you choose to use the self-checkout lane, you are risking your freedom. Thousands of Walmart fuck? customers across the U.S. What the fuck, dude? Hey, man, I can't make this shit up. I literally cannot make this shit up i mean they, they they're not playing with you they they really not playing with you with your freedom you know uh, even though walmart is not playing with your freedom a lot of people seem to not give a fuck about what it is that they eat and that to me means you playing with your motherfucking health and when you play with your health i mean you know you can lose your leg you might lose a toe if you're lucky but at the same time you are going to lose your life earlier than you probably would have lost that shit when it comes to some of the things it is that you choose to eat we all know for a fact that we ain't supposed to be eating certain shit as black people. We know for a fact that things were handed down to us because of the culture it is that we grew up in. Now, me personally, talking about myself only, I love a good ham hock. Woo, are you talking about some good, some good saltine? Oh, shit. Yeah, I love some motherfucking ham hocks. I also fucks with the oxtails. But my nigga, I saw where the fuck the oxtail came from, and it's exactly that. Just take ox out the world, out the word, and you're eating tail. That's what it is, like cat tail, dog tail. Let me just tell you one thing. Uh, this, this, this next thing, it, it, it's, it's interesting. Listen, oxtail pizza. always wondered who in the fuck do they be finding to sing some of these damn commercials and I think I found one of the guys 
this brother right here is singing about something that we know cannot go to motherfucking together, and that's oxtails and motherfucking pizza. What? I Give me some oxtail pizza anytime. Any Ox oh my goodness! This, this one more time. Tell pizza. All right, that's enough of that shit. I mean, just when you think, just when you think, you know what? We might, we're not, we're, we're not. And, and you're reminded that, see, I'm reminded. I don't know about you because some of you motherfuckers is young and some of you motherfuckers are extremely, uh, um, my senior, is that the way to say it? Yes, you are my senior. Uh, some of you guys are a little older than I am. So there's a strict balance it is that I constantly try to achieve when I record. But I got to tell you about the era that I grew up. Now, when I was about the era I come from, the era that I grew up in, when I grew up, when you disrespected somebody, they disrespected you back. And then things could either stop or they could push forward, kind of like this. There drug use going on at this present time? Who are you talking to? To you, Whitney. Ask me no questions like I'm a child. Y'all want to know what I'm doing all the time. I don't give a shit about what you're doing all the time. You are so nosy, man. You don't even know what I do. Like you said, you never met me. You don't know me. You ain't been in my house. You don't live with me. You don't sleep with me. You don't do shit with me, but talk about me. So watch what you say. Watch what the you say, and if I was really like back, back in the day in North, I'd meet you outside. I'd meet you outside, but I'm a lady, and I have a class. And you know, uh, rest in peace to the, to the, uh, I mean, is there a better word than queen? Shit. Oracle? To the Oracle. Is that, is that right? I mean, shit. To Whitney. That, that's the era that I come from. I wasn't born during the time that Whitney was born. I am not that old. But I was raised with people who were born around the time that Whitney was born. So my soul was indoctrinated with certain kind of aspects of this reality that some choose not to motherfucking even acknowledge or or or, or visualize or or I don't know exactly how to describe this to you. Some of you motherfuckers just don't get it. You can't talk shit all the time. When you talk shit, some people might hit you. But then again, when you talk shit, there's always, no matter where you go, it could even be at your job. It could even, it's, it's definitely one in your squad in the hood. But somebody's going to snitch. And usually those snitches are motherfucking bitches. Listen. His bitch ass talking about fuck everybody. They done pulled right up on his crazy ass, man. Yeah, fuck Charleston White, hoe ass nigga. See? Charleston White back in the headlines once again after running his mouth, saying that he wished all kind of bad and terrible things would happen to Asian people is Mr. Charleston White. What is going on today with him? Yeah, he did all that capping. They just got his ass, him, his ass up. They all on this fucking Facebook. Rat Williams! They are calling him Rat Williams. That is terrible. Charleston, what do you have to say? 
Somebody called the FBI with a picture when I bought that M50 two weeks ago. They 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 emailed that picture to the FBI today with me holding that M50 at the gun store, and they said that I got I got Asian girls. Now this is what the FBI said. They said they said I got Asian girls held hostage with Glocks, switches, and bombs. Wow. Now. Side note, can I uh, get your attention? Yes, uh, so if 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 Charleston White is a snitch, who snitched on Charleston White? Who did that? Who called the police and told the police that Charleston White, even though he did not, it seems, who called the police and, and told the police that this little cockeyed motherfucker had a bunch of Asian women, bombs, assault rifles, and pistols all at the same place? Wouldn't that warrant calling the person who did that a motherfucking snitch also? And so they had, so what they did was they were watching my live because they watch my live all the time. So y'all niggas better stop threatening this guy. So they had Fort Worth Police Department stop me at the store and hold me. Fort Worth Police Department came to me and said, Charles, we don't want no problems. Uh, can you step out the car? Step out the car for what? Uh, the FBI. What FBI? Fuck the FBI won't, man. We bomb threats or something. Bomb threats. Hey, man. That here in the United States of America used to be frowned upon as a, a terrorist act if you had a bomb. I'm like, what the fuck? I got picked up by the I got picked up by the FBI. So shit, nigga, I put my gun to the side, uh, step out the car, let them search me. Uh, they went to taking too long, and I started getting scared. Man, what's taking them so long? Oh, uh, man, I don't know. I'm wondering the same. Is it a warrant out for my arrest? Well, no, it's not a warrant. Man, fuck the FBI, won't. So, shit, when, when the FBI get out of there, four, four white guys uh, that look like them niggas that take them drug dealing niggas to jail and make them tell, uh, all them all them got out the car. And they wasn't smiling. Boy, they looked at me and a motherfucker. Ooh, you keep thinking that they're your friend. You're a fucking mascot, idiot. Boy, I started to think, boy, by the time they opened the door, they said, Mr. White. Boy, that made me feel a little better because they were smiling now. Yeah. And they had yeah. some papers in their hand. Well, they were smiling because they saw the driblets of piss in the front of your pants. And they said, they say, hey, man, we got some reports that you got some hostages, some Asian girls being held hostage. <laughs> now, this is the terrible thing about Charleston is that he lies so motherfucking much that I believe some of this may be true, but I also believe some of this shit is a motherfucking lie. I said, oh, man. And they said, you got some Glocks with some switches. I said, so shit, now do y'all want to go to the house and check the guns? They said, no, we done already been by there. Went to your house already, Mr. White. I said, damn. Hey. So then they said, Asian girls being held hostage, Glocks and switches, and what else? And bones. So I said, shit, man, y'all, they said, nope. 
I said, man, I buy a gun. So they showed me the picture when I was at Cold Black Farm when I bought that 50 cal. He said, you bought this today and been threatening people? I said, no, I bought that three weeks ago. Somebody snitched. All right, man. They did all right. Boy, it's so good to know the FBI watching me. See that? You see, there are a lot of hidden messages in this motherfucker's recording, but too many people are so taken aback by the sensationalization that it is that he does once he starts throwing names out at motherfuckers. There are other things that are inside of his motherfucking lives and his little videos that if you just look for him and listen to it, you'll hear right through his message. This motherfucker right here is a plant of some sort. And I'm not saying that Charleston White came into the game as a plant, but and I'm not saying that, that, that he even receives income as a plant. But definitely, his movements are being monitored closely by the FBI. So anybody that wants beef with this nigga wants beef with the FBI. Because it's already been proven that this nigga right here is going to tell on you. And he should. He's not a rapper. You know, I guess I guess he should. He's Charleston. That's what he said he was going to do. But if you want to beef with this nigga... I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think that you're going to get far. I mean, some people like it like that. Some people like beef, and some people like to not, they, they, they like the ability not to be mobile, the ability not to be able to live their life. So you know what they do? They intentionally fuck up their own life, and fucking up their own life could look like so many different things. Some people drink till they till they can find that 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 endless bottom of the bottle and you can never find the endless bottom of a bottle because there's too many bottles at the store some people they get out there and they fuck a whole bunch of bitches but that's when you find out that you can get STDs nigga go get checked now that works both ways some ladies most ladies if not all ladies, and I don't mean all ladies, all these bitches be out here doing some shit on some other shit that I don't know shit about. All I know is this next shit is some shit. Check this shit out, y'all. I guess we'll just be alone. Back, right? Oh, yeah, you gonna I be alone. I guess you just gonna leave us here we by gonna ourselves. leave you, we gonna leave you. I guess you just gonna leave. Ooh. <laughs> Bro, what do y'all mean? Like, what is he supposed to do? Like, I was his fucking girlfriend. He's supposed to... Now, let me go ahead and rewind back to you and tell you... Well, rewind this back and tell you what's going on. This woman went viral after her boyfriend left her in Miami after he found out that she was cheating. Now, that's what you get, bitch. That's what I gotta say about that. I'm playing. That's <laughs> what the fuck you get. I guess we'll just be alone. I guess you just gonna leave us here by ourselves. I guess you just gonna leave. Bye, bitch. Bye. <laughs> Bro, what do y'all mean? Like, what is he supposed to do? Like, I was his fucking girlfriend. He's supposed to try to work it out with me. Why? You just finished sucking dick. Work it out. You just worked out a dick. What? It's wrong that I wanted to fight for my relationship? No, that's not wrong. But you didn't want to fight 15 minutes in. I'm playing. I don't know how long ago you fucked that other guy. But you didn't want to fight for your relationship. How delusional are you, bitch? 
So he a role model because he left a woman stranded? You damn right. You are not a woman. That is not what women do. What you are exhibiting right now is trick behavior. I'm sorry. 304 behavior. Oh, I'm sorry. You are exhibiting whole tendencies, bitch. <laughs> Love me stranded. So now y'all vouching for this nigga. What about the times he cheated on me? <laughs> well, that's not this time, and you have the opportunity to leave him when that thing occurred. But we find ourselves in this situation. Can we focus on that only? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, he left me stranded. I had no way to get home. Like, All you have to do is call that guy back. You, I mean, unless you gave up that, uh, that for free. I had no money at the time. Like, be fucking for real. Who? No, that's not okay. Y'all grow up like for real. I don't when I meet people who cannot verbalize emotions, I, 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 my, my imagination sees them as a crying baby in a diaper. You're a child, bitch. Care like no, fuck. I guess. We yep, we're done. We're over with. And hey, I would have left the bitch too. No lie. Except for me, I would have did a little bit more uh, diabolical. Uh, I would have called her friend and asked her, did she uh, have anything planned and did she need a ride? Because there's always room. And I don't know. I, hey, man, what the fuck is wrong with that? What's wrong with leaving a bitch that didn't cheat it on you? If you didn't took her to a different city, there is nothing wrong with that. I mean, at least to me. But you guys already know. And my grandson keeps calling me an idiot. Papa. My God, well, what's going on? As you wish, my guy. Now, this next story, it's about relationships. Let's stay on relationships for one more thing. Everybody is in this weird relationship during this time. You see people on the internet lying like a motherfucker. Everything is perfect and we don't. He finishes my sentence. Well, sometimes your spouse could kill your other spouse. If that's even possible, I don't know. This story says so, though. Now, a 35-year-old, and, and this don't look like no 35-year-old, a 35-year-old uh, Karen um, Chanel Williams has been arrested after her 19-year-old boyfriend shot and critically wounded her 15-year-old. Yeah, that that's a 35-year-old has been arrested after her 19-year-old boyfriend shot and critically wounded her 15-year-old. Police found a gun in the 15-year-old's background. Wait in the 15-year-old's background that Williams gave that Williams gave to her because she wanted him to protect herself from the 19-year-old who was jealous. So she gave her 15-year-old a gun to protect himself from the 19-year-old. So the 19-year-old must have ended up getting a gun and shooting the 15-year-old. On Sunday, Chanel Williams was charged with one count each of child neglect with great bodily harm, furnishing a weapon to a minor, causing a child to commit an act of delinquency and 
unsafe storage of a firearm. Her combined bond for each offense was set at $45,000. Okay, this is not much on that story. Deontay Stokes? 19-year-old Deontay Stokes, who Rockledge police say critically wounded a 15-year-old boy after both teenagers were romantically involved with 35-year-old Chanel Williams, who the 15-year-old was living with at the Hammock Harbor Apartments. Hey, Amen. That lady. That, okay, so so it, it said that that was a court thing that says that she was 35. I'm telling you right now, look at the thumbnail. This is probably going to be the thumbnail that I use. This lady is 62 years old. 62 years old in skin years. You are here pursuant to an arrest warrant on allegations of attempted first-degree felony murder and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Saturday night, police say Stokes shot the 15-year-old twice in the apartment's courtyard. God damn. The 19-year-old had been in a vehicle waiting at the complex for the 15-year-old to arrive there and then chased him and shot him. In the 15-year-old's backpack, Police say there was a gun Williams gave the boy for protection. Oh, so this was okay. That was a either a miss, a a um, I misread it some kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Found a gun in the fifteen-year-old's background. I didn't misread it. That's just what it said. A new affidavit reads: Williams told investigators Stokes was jealous of the fifteen-year-old. Something bad is going to happen, and I am going to jail for a long time. Stokes said. Police say Stokes also threatened the boy through text messages. Would you like Deontay Stokes? Deontay Stokes. You? Oh, man, I can't even put this little kid down. There's nothing. I mean, bruh, y'all got to stop killing each other. What the fuck? Fuck that stupid ass bitch. Don't let no bitch be out here having you kill people in the streets, especially if you ain't got no motherfucking kids or nothing to. You know what? You know what? I come from a generation that that organized a lot of these street gangs and a lot of this shit that's going on right now where motherfuckers don't understand that there are consequences and repercussions to this shit right here. Check this out right here, all right? Fuck the industry. This is for Whitney Houston. And for every DM message you sent to the institution, for every Dorothy kill, for challenging the Wizard of Oz, this is for Lauren Hill, Erica, the women who did it for God. Before you niggas revive, the Harleys, the Barbies, everyone after Nicki Minaj. Hey, let's run that back, all right? Because this is going to be a lot for some of you uh, uh, meerkat-minded motherfuckers. Fuck the industry. This is for Whitney Houston. And for every DM message you sent to the institution, for every Dorothy kill. For challenging the Wizard of Oz, this is for Lauren Hill, Erica, the women who did it for God. Before you niggas revive, the Harleys, the Barbies, everyone after Nicki Minaj, including her. How many bars do we need about your vagina before you tell these young ladies that between their legs is the blueprint for the universe and that that womb of hers is not a throwaway, period. The whole music scene, it's a fucking fluke machine. I can't take none of you serious. You traded your soul for some paper control. But what happened when the dollar crashed? When the military soldiers ran up in your mansion, you think they gave a fuck about how your car was fast, nigga? Watching the awards show like, damn, this is not the move. Niggas who rap about sex, money, and drugs always say thank God, but whose? You mean to tell me you can glorify more of the same shit the nigga from the story died for and God approves? These rappers got me rethinking what side to choose. You see, the real community leaders are either dead, incarcerated, or not on the scene. Meaning they were assassinated or imprisoned by the regime. Why? Because that's what happens when you're not on a team. I am not a citizen. 
I'm a supreme being. I got what you lost sheep and calling God in my genes. God is me. Is it not you? Is it not written in your law that all of ye are God's too? Or is that a small part of the Bible that's not true? If so, then are you telling me that when I went to pick up the book to read the word of God, I was lied to? Fuck the industry. And I have to say this one more time. I don't particularly too much care for many rappers. I just don't. So I dig in whenever I find somebody who can actually rap and actually has a message and actually be kicking that knowledge shit. But, you know, people don't like to learn. That's just the nature of humanity, especially when most of the time what all of us really want is to be right. And the inability to actually accept when we are wrong is also the inability for us to grow. The more that you understand that you didn't make a mistake, but in all actuality, what you did was create an opportunity for you to not only grow, but to learn. Life's doors start opening up tremendously. Now, things in life open up tremendously in many ways, and you try to you, you try to stack yourself up for the best possible way that it is that you could be stacked. And what that means is you work out, you eat good, you drink stuff that's good for your body until you find out some weird shit like this. Yeah, we're only human, and that wasn't supposed to play, but it did. And I do have to tell you that before you crack open that, that, uh, that Tropicana, Tropicana, depending on where it is that you live at, before you open up Tropicana, won't you look in the, uh, in the, 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 uh, the ingredients section and um, see that it has this extract in it. Um, it's called a uh, cockio extract. That is cockroaches. There is cockroach juice inside Tropicana. That is what is being reported to me. So I guess I got to report it to you. It seems like they're trying to get you hooked on shit. I mean, I don't know if there's some uh, some sort of addictive shit that's in cockroach juice. I don't know why they would want people to drink cockroach juice. But I do know one thing. There is a reason for them to do that just like there's a reason for a lot of pharmaceutical drugs check it the american psychiatric association is indebted to the drug companies they run it they go to the apa and say listen we got a new medicine so you got to create a disorder, a disorder to feed this medicine wow. how much do they make off adhd meds a year i don't know i don't know before you answer i don't know but i know it's a lot 30 billion dollars oh my god no. 30 billion 30 billion dollars a year shoot, that's the drug game right there. it's the drug game the drug enforcement agency of america classifies ritalin as a schedule two drug ritalin which is methylphenidate is only a molecule away from crack wow. wait 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 so ritalin has meth in the name of it in like the 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 scientific name has the same side effects as crack. Wait, Ritalin is a molecule away from crack. From crack cocaine is synthesized coke. Mm. You're mass incarcerating black men for selling drugs, but you're hyper medicating black boys with the same drug right. that sent his father to jail. And not only that, could possibly have strung his mother out and have turned her into a streetwalker. What the fuck? 
if selling drugs is so bad, if it's bad enough to send a boy's father to jail, how can it also be good enough to give to his son so he can sit still long enough to learn about Helen Keller and Frank and Christopher Columbus? If drugs are the American Psychiatric Association is indebted. See, like I said, I didn't see this. I just know that the, the, the headline reads Ritalin is just one molecule away from being cracked. And that's not only the takeaway from this shit. That's that Ritalin has meth in the name of it. And then meth is one motherfucking molecule away from being cracked. Who in the fuck is creating these fucking drugs? Are you, I've never heard on any History Channel things at all about any cocaine any motherfucking meth or anything. Only Americans that I know of. This only America that I know about. Now, I'm pretty sure somebody overseas or some shit like that was fucking with it too. But Americans have turned this shit into a industry. Not only legal on one side, but illegal on the other side. And they sit in the middle as a middleman collecting all of the net funds that come from either side. God Damn, I mean, sometimes I am speechless on this motherfucker. That is the motherfucking, I mean, hey, since we going in, I mean, we going all the way in with that, right? Right? Was that, was that, was that enough for you? Uh, or, 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 you know what? Let, let's, let's, let's check this out. Do you know who Tucker Carlson is? I'm not a Tucker Carlson fan. I don't watch Tucker Carlson on Fox News. I do not subscribe to his podcast. I don't, but I do know this. Tucker got himself in some trouble recently, and usually when these guys get into trouble, they're ready to tell all. And this next little interview right here had me like, wait, what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about? Hold on. Listen to this shit, all right? He comes on and he's like, 11 years ago, the U.S. government reached out to me because I'm an expert on head injuries, on brain injuries, traumatic brain injuries as a physician. And they had all these court cases from families of U.S. servicemen, over 100, who'd been killed by UFOs. What? And the Department of Defense was refusing to give them death benefits or medical benefits. And I'm like, and he's like, so they're in the courts. And I was like, there are over 100 servicemen killed by UFOs? Like, what? He's like, yeah. And there are court cases about it. I'm like, why isn't this on the front page of the New York Times? Yeah. What the fuck? What do you mean? Over 100 people killed by UFOs recently? Within the last 10 years? Is that? I don't know. But he goes, I'm involved in it. I'm the, you know, I'm one of the researchers. I'm the expert witness in these cases. Holy shit. What is that? What, what is his name? What does mean? And he's like, for example, uh, UFOs appear to be tra attracted for whatever reason to nuclear energy. So at nuclear missile bases in the upper Midwest, for example, nuclear powered aircraft carriers, nuclear powered submarines are all getting buzzed by these objects, including underwater. What? And in a number of cases, these things have landed on military bases, including famously in Germany, in West Germany in the 70s. And servicemen have approached them like, what is this thing? There's this like giant glowing thing on the base. And they approach and they get traumatic brain injury. Why? I mean, if this is all true, if this is all true, we are talking about a cover up on a massive scale. And, and maybe it's not even a cover up. If only a couple of people were involved, they could, you know, keep their mouth shut and you just kill them all off slowly. But damn. Like they are rendered. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, they get brain damage. 
he wanted to say retarded, but I don't think you could say retarded. Oh, I'm sorry. Or they're killed. And he studied their brains. And they have, this is all totally real. This is not, he comes on and he's like 11 years ago, the U.S. See, see, that's what I'm saying. I need the whole clip. I'm going to find this whole clip. Tucker Carlson says that he has a motherfucking confidential informant who can definitely testify or has already testified in a court proceeding saying that there are at least 100 victims of of UFO deaths. Well, I, I mean, it, the world is 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 separating in so many different places <coughs> that I don't even know if you would believe me if I was to tell you. But you should. And if you listen to the podcast, you already know that I didn't told you this. Scientists say that Africa is peeling apart into two. Two different parts. Excuse me. That was the tree. Now, scientists say Africa is peeling apart into two parts that will eventually lead to the formation of a new ocean. Although experts say it could take a long time, Africa will eventually tear into two parts. Due to the separation, the Gulf of Aden and the Red Sea will flood will flood over and create a new ocean. Experts say East Africa will eventually become its own separate small continent. So what happens to West Africa and the rest of those countries that are inside of Africa? This is a very, very small story with a very, very, this looks like the exact same region where it is that I, um, um, used the thumbnail for the episode when I talked about Africa splitting in half. There is now water in between these two spots. So you're not getting back to that other side. I need as many Africans on these continents as possible with pistols. Okay? With pistols. Because if you do not have any pistols, that landmass is full of so many natural resources. I mean, they gonna hate. We know history. We, we, we are history. If you think about it right now, we are history. We're making history. In the course of making history, let us not forget the steps of the people who walked on this marble before us. These motherfuckers is coming for that land. And if it's in the news, I promise you, Something is being hatched to get the fuck up over there and try to occupy. If it ain't 20 yards of land, it's going to be 10. But get the fuck up over there and make sure that y'all got Africa on lock. If there's anybody in Africa who's listening, send me a line. Shit, I send you some money. Whatever you need, my guy. I mean, shit. What can I tell you? Some people don't want to see you doing well. And it's really funny because you would think that everybody wants everybody to be doing all right. Then that way they would be around nice people. But that's not necessarily the thought process with motherfuckers. Motherfuckers are extreme haters. Even when they say, shit, I don't give a fuck. That, that nigga's a hater too. Especially that motherfucker right there. One thing that I have learned over time is even though I may be on a trajectory going all the way up, I can't necessarily bring everybody with me. And I shouldn't always tell everybody about my successes or my failures. Listen to this shit right here. I had a mentor 
when I first started working, and he said, he said, you never tell your boss everything you have going on. And I was, like, I was like, why not? He's like, you got to understand, if he know everything you got going on, he know he got you out of balls. You not, you just, oh, you, oh, you just had a, you just bought a house? Oh, you just had a baby? Oh, yeah, I can treat you however I want to. You're yep. not going nowhere. Yep. So when he, when he told me that, it didn't make sense, and I started getting out there and really, you know, seeing it, I was like, okay, it makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And you don't tell them what you got going on, good or bad. Right. If it's bad, they're going to know they got you by the balls. If it's too good, they're going to start doing weird shit. Oh, yeah. They to gonna, make the job worse because they hate it. Like, right. right. They, they, they low-key hating on yeah. you. They like, oh, he, this motherfucker, he doing better than us and he yeah. work here. Let's just start making this job harder. Let's start yeah, writing sure. them up. Let's start. So, man, I remember when I started doing really good, my last year or two in the military, People I worked with ain't no shit. I act like I was the dumbest, oh, yeah. brokest motherfucker in the world. But I'm knowing all this shit about investing. They talking about investing. I'm like, damn, for real? I ain't not, I never heard of that. I ain't know nothing about crypto. I remember, incidentally, when one of my coworkers found out that I was like getting into biz and stuff, I was like, fuck, because I already knew what it was going to come Oh, with. yeah. I had a mentor when I first started working, and he said, he said, you never tell your boss everything you have going on. And I you never tell anybody everything that you got going on luckily for me i don't think that i have that issue with my bosses at all um yeah at least not with my bosses i mean there are haters uh, uh all around the world that hate on this podcast believe it or not um and truthfully i don't think that that i have any uh haters within the immediate vicinity of where it is that i work the only thing that i do anyway is process shit bag shit and we ship shit out so that's the way that shit works but just for you this message is just for your motherfucking ass be careful of who it is that you share your information with everybody ain't your motherfucking friend and some of these bitch niggas is still dressing up and playing pretend you can use that and i just made that up what is this will y'all allow me to help oh, y'all yeah, this is beautiful this is beautiful. I think I want to end the show with that. Is there anything else that you motherfuckers... Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of things that I wanted to drop on you motherfuckers before I got up out of here. At least, yeah, at least three more things. Now, we're going to start off with this Asian lady. And sometimes I really don't get how other people uh, try to get what it is that we didn't got. But when they do understand it, it is very good. Check this out. So y'all are telling me you went all the way to Africa to physically take black people from their homes, shove them in on boats where a lot of them got diseases and died. And if they made it to America, enslaved them, tortured them, beat them, whipped them, killed them, even fought a war to try and keep them enslaved, which they lost. Mm. And then once they were freed, segregated them, told them where they could sit on a bus, told them which schools they could go to, which water fountains they could use, which bathrooms they could use. And that's sugarcoating it. Those are just terms. I'm not even describing all the disgusting things that happened. And they don't even want revenge. Yes, that right there is the scariest thing that I think is going on with some people's brains right now is what if one of them fucks me up? I want to say something to most people about this shit right now. We don't want revenge. We could have been had it. And truthfully, we get just a little bit of it every single day. But, and, and truthfully, that's just talking shit. That's part of the revenge. That's part of the revenge. This, this, this weird racism thing, it just won't stop. They are letting you guys skate by asking for equal rights. 
and we can't get the money. We let it. You know what? I just changed my attitude. That's it? And you're still saying no? They are not as angry as they should be. Y'all are getting off easy and you're still saying no? Fuck you. Wow, I don't think that the Chinese would let that happen to their people, but who am I to say? Who am I? They're, they're under a dictatorship in their country right now. So I don't know. It's a beautiful thing when you're here in America and you could talk that shit. And that shit, it could stank. You know, shit can get stanking like a poot, a wise man once said. I mean, in wise men, they say a lot of things. And shit does get stanking like a poot. The Oscars just came on, or the Grammys, or the Academy. One of those self-serving, millionaire, ritualistic, bullshit ceremonies happened again. But as everyone else keeps worrying about the dumb shit, let me give you some education about that dumb shit. Listen. I wanted to ask you about the Oscars. Well, Oscar, one day when you got some time, look up one of the brilliant minds that never lived. Oscar Michelle. The one night it's the biggest television audience in the world is the Oscars. Where do you think that name came from? Oscar Michelle. Oscar didn't care about Hollywood or racist American laws. He broke all the rules. Every evening, Oscar would write his hardships into stories. His stories became so popular that his novel, The Homesteader, garnered the attention of a Los Angeles film company. They negotiated a deal with Oscar to adapt the book into a movie. When the film company refused to allow Oscar to be a part of the production, Oscar changed his mind. He decided to produce the film himself. With no previous experience, Oscar Michaud wrote, produced, and directed The Homesteader. The Homesteader premiered on February 2nd, 1919 to a packed 8,000-seat theater in Chicago. I wanted to ask you about the Oscars. Well, Oscar. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck the academies. I'm not going to get one, so my feelings ain't going to be hurt at all. Not not one motherfucking bit. Now, where's the other story at? Now, check this out. This is coming to you from the Bay. Damn, man. What happened to having the fucking American flag hanging in a school, man? This is Oakland, California. The gangsters want the motherfucking American flag back. What the fuck? Do you know why they want the American flag back? You feel me? This is, this is this is what they call grooming, man. What happened to the American flag hanging, man? It's no longer American flag at a public school, man. You know what I mean? That's real grooming to the kids, man. Wow. I mean, what what more can I say? But transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I'm do you know what's going on in Florida? You would know if you only listened to the podcast. There are strippers going to schools. There is pornography being served to these children. And guess what state I live in? Motherfucking California. The, 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 the most liberal state out of all the united ones. This shit is coming here, you guys. You might want to pay attention to what the fuck is going on. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, 
I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. No one wakes up and says that. That type of shit has to be in the air. It has to be on the fucking mind of a child for a child to be thinking of some shit like that. And the only way that it's on the mind of a child is if you plant that seed. These motherfuckers have been planting seeds all across this country. I mean, what, what, what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. I cannot believe that that's actually Joe Biden talking. Somebody pull at his neck and make sure that that's not a skin suit. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. Now, I'm not sure what this conversation is about, but I know what the headline reads. It reads, Joe Biden calls out Florida for its policies and proposals regarding transgender children. It's close to sinful. And this story is coming to you from Hollywood Unlocked. And I fucks with Hollywood Unlocked. I don't got nothing against nobody, never, not one time, until you start fucking with people's kids. Once you start fucking with people's kids, I start fucking with you. That's just how the shit goes. That's how the cookie crumbles. That's just how I gets the fuck down. And speaking of kids, this young man that I'm about to talk up, talk about next is somewhat of a, a hero of mine. I believe that once I finally figured out my little uh, thing in the podcast, and I did a, a, a short story on this guy, here's a more in-depth perspective, per periscope perspective. What a, This is a very good look about this kid. Listen. Colton was 16 years old, stealing over six airplanes while committing 67 felonies in three different countries on the run from the FBI for three years. Colton Harris-Moore is the most badass kid outlaw I've ever read about. He, would he is the Billy the Kid without the guns, kids hide out in the empty homes when the FBI helicopters were overhead. The police had pulled up to several homes he was in the middle of breaking into and managed to escape every time. Hey, mate, I like this kid, Colton. Homeowners came back to seeing Colt just chilling on their couch, only to vanish out the door the next without a trace. And the local newspaper was listing burglaries by the day for months. Flying in a stolen airplane, Colton's mission was to escape the United States into Canada. But as he quickly glanced at the gauges, oh my God, the plane's running out of gas. But he couldn't land at the airport. There'd be federal agents there waiting to arrest his ass. So he finds a flat patch within the mountains, lines up the plane, puts down the flaps, prays to God, and bam. Now, thank God he'd actually made it out alive because Colton didn't have his pilot's license. He'd actually never even flown an airplane. So Colt pleaded guilty to three counts of residential burglary, and with this history of evading the FBI for months at a time, sentenced to three years at a maximum security juvenile jail. As How is that gonna work out? As the guards did their midnight body count, they noticed the window unlocked. The bed was empty. Colton was missing. Good shit, Colt. I, I like this kid. He had escaped with an hour head start. Run, Forrest, run! The police were so desperate to catch him because of the whole goose chase, they publicly said they would only give him an additional 28 days if he turned himself in. Now, throughout that summer, hundreds of residents called 911 with encounters and sightings of Colt. He even had encounters with the police, but every time, he kept getting away. 
So on September 8th, he steals a quarter of a million dollar boat and heads towards the Friday Harbor. There, he stalks the local airport and steals a million dollar airplane. This time, he made sure it was filled with gas and crash lands it all the way back on the Orcas Islands. This kid is wild. He just did a triangle, a triangle passage. You can't see the map. That's why I told you it's a triangle. Somehow he gets through the police barricade, steals a twin engine boat, goes full speed all the way up towards Canada and illegally crosses the border. Mind you, this is a kid doing all of this. A later, he steals another airplane and flies all the way from Idaho back to Granite Falls, Washington, where he actually lands the plane safely in the middle of the mountains. Colton was 16 years old. Damn, Colton, they didn't finish your story. I'm gonna have to do a whole expose on this gangster ass white boy. You know, I, well, I, there has got to be a black kid uh, 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 named Colton out there, but that's a white boy right there. This motherfucker stole yachts, six planes, broke into houses, was detained by the police, and still escaped. Only in America. Only in America. America. That's the only thing I could tell you is only in America can you get these type of motherfucking stories. I mean, with that being said, you know, we're all out there trying to live our life. We're all trying to live the best existence that it is that we can obtain in the minute. While you're trying to fulfill some stupid-ass bullshit that, that has been projected upon you, let me be the projection of truth very, very shortly for you, okay? No matter who it is that you are, no matter where it is that you come from, there are other motherfucking people in this world. Now, if you do not consider that everyone else is operating out of the same iOS, the same motherfucking programming is you. If you cannot understand that they are not operating the same as you, you have the fucking problem. It is not them. It's no one else's job to make life a fucking fluffy pillow for your punk ass. That is not what life is about. It is about the struggles. It is about coming over things, the hurdles, uh, 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 following your dreams, all that corny shit. It's true. But... Some people haven't gotten to that yet. Some people don't understand that yet. And it's easier to point the finger at somebody else if you're focused on the tip of your finger and not focused on the three fingers that are pointing right back at you. Listen to this. Will y'all allow me to help y'all with something this morning? Please. Broken people operate out of brokenness. Listen, broken people operate out of brokenness and healed people operate out of their healing healed people operate out of their healing so i mean it's simple right a broken person that although they may seem stitched together may be running a broken a broken or a virus riddled operating system and a healed person has already identified the virus and eradicated it. Now, the difference in between these two is the operations that they can execute. Y'all have got to know the difference when you are dealing with people. A broken person is going to approach and deliver out of their brokenness. Everything is always not their fault. Everything. 
no matter what, no matter what is ever written, it's not their fault. They are also going to react and respond out of their brokenness. Striking back out, blaming others, trying to sway the opinions of, of certain individuals just for one's current moment. If they have not healed from their traumatic experience, if they have not healed from a divorce, from a, a relationship that did nothing but cause them pain, y'all have got to know that that is how they are going to react and respond to life and even to you, If even if you were not the person that hurt them. Y'all gotta know the difference. And the reason I say that you got to know the difference is because you will stop internalizing and taking things personal when they project their pain on you. But you got to know the difference because a healed person is going to approach and deliver out of their healing and they are also going to react and respond out of their healing because they understand their why. They understand their why now the healed person can definitely understand their why and the broken person may understand may not understand their why and and it's easy to to let someone's words uh, uh internalize inside of you let the let that that icky feeling stick to you and, and that's the thing now is i feel and you know fuck your feelings i don't know how many times i gotta say that fuck your feelings when it comes to certain things in life your feelings are not valid okay they are just not you know what let me let me make an example about your fucking feelings real quick and then I'm out of here. When it's time to die, do you think anyone said to themselves, I don't feel like dying right now? Your feelings don't fucking matter. Now, most of the time, people are broken all apart because of their fucking feelings over a situation that they should have grown past or 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 they could have worked through or they consistently, consecutively put themselves or position themselves in the way of problem. And do not involve yourselves with people like that. Because I'm telling you one time, I'm telling you one thing I have learned over time. And that's that as I heal myself, I almost find it almost as part of that process to make sure that some of the people around me are all right. But if you know that a motherfucker is not all right, you just shouldn't fuck with them sometimes. Everything is not for everybody. E is not for everyone, as my podcast says all the motherfucking time. Papa. Grandson, what's going on? It is that time. It is that time. Well, ladies, gentlemen, you made it through another episode. You did it. That's right. That's right. We did it. Well, it's Tuesday, and uh, I got to get out of here. I've got things to do. Uh, I need you to do one thing for me. Pull your phones out. Can I get you to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast? Five stars. It really helps the show. It gets the ratings up a little bit better. I need you to like, rate, subscribe to the show. Hit the notification button so that you are notified when these podcasts do arrive to the internet. Um, every single one of these recordings are recorded in one sitting. 
every single podcast is recorded in one sitting. There is no go backs, no re-records, all genuine reactions to all authentic videos found off the internet by me, Justice. Yes, um, every single one of these podcasts is dedicated to the life, love, and legacy of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama, and I miss you, baby. Please, people, please, I cannot emphasize this enough. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Don't hurt anybody in the process. The redistribution of pain, it is... it's, it's of no one's gain. No one is gaining, okay? It's, it's just not. It's not hurt people, hurt people. Yes. And uh, what's the last? Oh, yeah, I'm on all of the motherfucking platforms. Uh, uh, Justice Peace Pod. That's all I got to say. All platforms, Just Us, Peace Pod. Thank you so much for listening. This is another Justice in the Peace Podcast production, you punk. And I'm out.